the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. The lines, uh, we've got uh, one line available, or actually one taken. Keith's got one line locked down, but we have four more. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. got a question about your car, your motorhome, your owner's manual. You were told this by somebody. What do you think about that? That kind of stuff. We can handle that. But i got to tell you real quick. If you're a clerical administrator or if you're a high-end receptionist, then Sport Truck RV is in Chandler is looking for someone like that. Um, they, this, this person, this clerical administrator and, and receptionist, will be providing sales support, office services, implementing administrative systems, procedures, policies, monitoring administrative projects, and all the training is provided. It's a Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 job. Um, Sport Truck RV is in Chandler. They sell motorhomes, new motorhomes from 300000 to well over a million dollars. And so it's a high-end RV facility. But the uh, the lady that sits at the counter who just recently left and moved away was the one that flew the airplane. <laughs> and she was awesome. <laughs> anyway, Daryl, who's the guy you'll talk to there at Sport Truck RV, is a friend of mine. And he's just pulling his hair out right now because he can't find somebody who will, you know, that has these skills. But we all know that there's there's young ladies and, and middle-aged ladies and older ladies that can take command of something like this and just really see a need and fix it. And that's what he's looking for. So it's Sport Truck RV, Chandler, Arizona. Keith, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, how you doing? Um, I've got a question of, uh, I've got an 06 Corolla. Um, it, it came from California and it went out to Tucson here. And then it came out to California again. I bought it with original 85,000 miles on it. Um, probably a little over a year, about a year and a half ago when I bought it. It and bought it from a small dealership out there in North California. But uh, the car has been immaculate. It's it has 139,000 miles on it now. Uh, it runs great. Um, I do, like, DoorDash and Uber delivery, so I do 100 to 150 miles a day, five to seven days a week in the car. Um, anyway, um, the transmission fluid, I drained it myself, not the proper way. But I drained it, refilled it back up with the what I thought might be the equivalent amount of oil to put in it, and it measured out fine and everything. Um, and after after a couple months after that, it had like intermittent check engine light issues. It would come on, go off for about a week, come back on, and it throughout time it just got more frequent to where it wasn't shut off, and now it's on all the time. I've since had the transmission completely. Um, I took it to a place over here in Peoria. And I had him actually drop the pan and do it proper and do it. And um, 
and I asked them if they could address that issue, and they never did. <clears throat> so there's no problem with the transmission from what I can tell, but the check engine light comes back. Uh, I've had it checked multiple times. Uh, and well, it stop, comes stop, back stop, as a stop, 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 stop. The check engine what? light, what's the code? Um, I don't. It comes back like a, um, a transmission solenoid switch. Okay. Okay. Well, you can change the fluid till we're all dead, and you aren't going to fix a solenoid. All right. I mean, um, what's going on here is is the computer is commanding the transmission to what gear to go into based on RPM, load, and speed. And so the computer's saying, "Hey, I want it to lock up in overdrive." And and it should see at that point about a three or four hundred RPM drop, and it goes, oh, thank you very much. But it's commanding something to happen, and it's not seeing something that happens. And so hmm. it's it's until you go in there and fix the problem and find and fix the problem. But it's not. It, I made it sound pretty easy, but the di- this is one of those things that diagnostics can cost probably a hundred or two hundred dollars, and sometimes Hello. finding it costs two hundred. And fixing it costs $10. It's a bad connection or it's something like that. So, But it, it isn't that way all the time. You haven't said a word about the transmission performance. Other than what you've got, this check engine light, how is the transmission performing? If you stuff it to the floor at a red light on a Sunday morning, will it shift through all the gears nice and crisp all the way to overdrive? Will it or will it not? Yeah, yeah. It's Like I said, there's okay. nothing wrong with the transmission. It performs perfectly. Okay, well, if there's nothing wrong with the transmission, yet you got a transmission code, then why are you doing all this work? Uh, you know. as, as far as as far as what? Uh, just getting I mean, the, the well, transmission started? You, you, you changed the fluid, then you have somebody else change the fluid? I mean, Months later. You, you, okay, but you're not, you're not using a, a, a normally accepted path. So you're, you're okay. kind of hopping around and, and stuff like that. Um, if I were you, I would take it to a transmission shop and say, I need you to determine why my check engine light's on. It, it, it appears to be transmission-related. There's probably a code behind it. Do you have the ability to track backwards on the code and to plug in a scanner and go drive the car and see, yes, the command has been sent, but no, the transmission hasn't made the command happen? Okay, well, let's find out what this. Oh, look here. There's a vacuum line right here that's broken. Let's fix the vacuum mm-hmm. line. Oh, now the command is sent and the action is completed. We're done, and that costs you 150 bucks. So gotcha. I don't know that I, I can't tell you what's the matter with your transmission right. because there could be a variety of different things. But if it shifts one, two, three, and overdrive on a hard acceleration, then it's not likely the transmission is bad. It's likely that the computer's lost sight of a speed sensor, of a vacuum sensor, of a flow sensor, or it, the sensor, one of the sensors is telling the computer that the fluid is really hot when it's not. So that's what you need. You need to, what part of town do you live in? Uh, uh, far north Peoria. Uh, okay. I'm down here and down here in sort of downtown off Happy and Lake Pleasant pretty much. Okay. Um, what I would do is I would probably call, let me think who's up there. I'd probably call Kurtz at Bell and I-17 and ask him mm. if he wants it, and if not, to, to, to suggest a transmission shop that will be able to track down a transmission code on your Corolla. That's the, that's the parameters you're going to talk about. But Kurtz at I-17 and Bell would have no problem with this. 
Yeah, I'm sorry if I came out a little fast. I'm a little nervous being on air and stuff. But, oh, yeah, um, I've been listening to who you have been recommending, and he's one of them I've heard you say. So I, I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you so much. Okay. okay. Well, good luck. Good luck. And, and folks, th- that's okay because Keith is the first one to admit it. Most of the rest of the guys say that their wife told them to say that or that their brother-in-law, but in reality they've been on Google and somebody who lives in a penitentiary in Pennsylvania told them this is what's wrong with your car. And so with the Internet, it's created a whole new thing. So, Keith, don't feel embarrassed. To be perfectly honest with you, my own brother did this to me not too long ago, came in with his own diagnosis. And and I said, okay, I can hardly keep from laughing because he's telling me how to fix his car. He's a banker. I'm a mechanic. So anyway, um, I did call him and tell him, oh, I've got bad news for you. The scuculator valve is bad. It's contaminated the air conditioning and power steering system between the rack and pinion and the compressor. We're talking about $4,800. And there was a really long silence. And he goes, I didn't have any problem with the power steering. And I said, oh, I just testing you to see if you knew the difference. <laughs> but he's my older brother, and I get to do that. But anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's lots of good shops in the area that you live. Auto Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted shop. He's been there. Chuck has been there since 1982. So when you're in Sun City... The only shop that I can stamp and say it's a good shop, they know what they're doing, they're going to take good care of you, is called Automotive Dynamics. They're on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th. Grand Avenue and 99th. On the other side of town, in the east part of the valley, Blackwell's at 40th Street and Greenway, just behind the Circle K at 40th Street and Greenway. Now, Tom learned almost everything he knows from me. We are two peas of a pod. We both started in business together. I think I might have him by a year. He's got me by a year, whatever. But Tom does your family cars. He does your motor homes. He does your trailers. He does tires and wheels. He'll even, if you take, a, if you take your lawnmower in there, he'll get it running for you as well. But what he, really, what he really does is normal maintenance on family cars, and he also does vintage cars. So if you want to look at his vintage car side, half his shop is old cars that are being updated with big engines, electronic ignition, new air conditioning systems, new suspension, new tires, new wheels. So if you have an old car that you want to dress up, or maybe you have an old car that you want to return to the way it was, then Black Whale would be a good guy to talk to. I can tell you to get in on the on the, what we call the public side of a shop where you're going to have an oil change and stuff is no problem. You call and get an appointment. On the vintage side, you might have to wait 90 days or more to get your car in because he has so many of those cars. But one way or another, no, both new and used, Blackwell Automotive is a, a really good shop to, to shop at. Now we're going to s- skip on down to the other side of town and the other side of town has Thompson's Auto Repair. Brian and Thelma unfortunately on the last storm in Mesa lost the roof of their shop so they were out of service and, and are still under construction. But it's just the shop in Mesa it's the only shop in Mesa that I can put my stamp of approval on and say to you I know they're going to treat you fairly. I know for a fact because I know both of their mothers and fathers. I've been involved in that those families since the 60s. So Brian's family and Thelma's family had gas stations in Mesa and I worked for a gas station in Tempe and my boss Ken was the brother of 
one of the other guys. So the mobile stations and the shell stations in Mesa and in, in Tempe back in the six, late 60s and early 70s were pretty much dominated by the Vivian family, the Thompson family, and I worked for one of the Vivians as a, in high school. So I've known those kids since they were knee-high to a jackrabbit, and both of them have tremendous automotive experience. And perhaps that's the reason it's the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. And they're on Main Street just east of Stapley, but it's worth it. So if you live in Mesa and you don't have a shop, call them up, schedule an oil change, and see how they treat you. Anyway, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We have five. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. I'm really, really good at handling those kinds of questions to start off with. My husband says... I'm really good with that. Or my husband, my wife says, I'm really good with that. Those are good. But more than important, if there's a specific question, my my shop wants to do this work, and I'm going to say to you, what symptom do you have that they're trying to fix? Those two questions are just peanut butter and jelly. You can't have one without the other. So when your shop calls you and tells you, you need a new scooculator valve and it's going to cost you $1,100 and you just took it in there for a $39.95 oil change, the next question out of your mouth is, is what symptom do I have that you're going to fix? And you're going to hear this. That's what you're going to hear because there always has to be a symptom. Somewhere along the line, there has to be a symptom. There has to be something that brought their attention to your car. And it's going to be a drip. It's going to be a hiccup. It's going to be smoke out the tailpipe when you start it. It's going to be extended hot cranking, extended cold cranking, whatever. It's going to be a symptom. 602-508-0960. Dennis Prager doesn't fall for the tricks. My friends, the climate issue is an excuse to give government more and more power. It's based on gobbledygook that we could live on wind and solar live on wind and solar power where where is that happening in the world where is that happening they're not serious about climate change they're serious about revolution the dennis prager show weekdays at 10 on intelligent talk 960 the patriot now that i've got your attention let me tell you all about us whoa tough crowd anybody out there Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Attorney Farley Weiss returns as my guest to discuss the Biden administration's plan for the Middle East and Israel, a disaster in the making. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. moment my son saw a redwood tree it's huge is the moment i knew that for him you can't even see the top of that thing even the sky has no limit 
There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. ago I referred someone said they were going to take their carts to Kurtz and I said yes that's a good shop Kurtz is up at I-17 in Bell Kurt and I have been friends for 20 years um, Kurt has a really great staff Kurt knows the difference between right and wrong his wife and his daughter are also involved in the business as my wife and daughter are as well and my son but when it comes to the diagnosing stuff, you need to make sure that we're not going to hire a shop that's simply going to, oh, you, you have an engine miss, a misfire. Well, let's do spark plugs. Oh, that didn't work. Let's do wires. Let's do a distributor. Let's do a pickup assembly. Let's do the computer. Let's do the coils. Let's do the boots. You don't want to do that. We are capable of fine-tuning our focus and finding the specific problem when it comes to a check engine light. So Kurtz is a great guy. He's a really good diagnostician, and he's up at 40th Street. Actually, no, he isn't. He's at I-17 I in Bell. I'm looking at, I just, my eyes went to there. I-17 in Bell, northeast corner, been around a long time, and his, and his employees are ASE certified. So that's Kurtz Automotive. And, Jeremy, we don't have anybody in hold right now, right? Okay, all clear. So we, we talk about other repair shops, and let me tell you about Harker's, because Harker's is at 38th Avenue in Indian School, and and Bob and Ellen, Bob runs the shop, and Ellen runs the front counter, and I'll just tell you the story I tell a lot, because it's true, and it's a great example. Uh, this person had taken their fancy car uh, into a, a, a dealership, and, and they had to been told that uh, they needed uh, four or $5,000 worth of work because the passenger side floorboard was wet. Now, underneath the glove box and behind the glove box in front of the passenger, there are two things in that area. 
there's the heater core and the heater core is a small radiator that has hot water running through it and behind it is a fan and when you ask for heat we turn the fan on and we open the valve electronically to let hot water get through the heater core and now you have heat bingo if you have water dripping from underneath the dash onto the carpet on the passenger side floorboard if it's hot the heater core is leaking but in addition to that you, but adjacent to the heater core is the cold it's called the evaporator and that's the radiator for your air conditioning so the air conditioning compressor sends pressurized freon through the evaporator and the evaporator gets cold and guess what behind it we have a fan and so the fan blows across the and then it blows into your vents but all of us know that your car will sweat water during the humid times in Phoenix and sometimes that water will end up on the floorboard so anyway car goes in the estimates two or three thousand dollars and they're gonna rip the whole dashboard apart and replace both fans and both the evaporator and the heater core because that's the problem customer calls me the caller calls me and I say you live close by over there just take it over there so Bob calls me and he says oh you're not gonna believe it and I said oh don't tell me it turned into a fiasco and he goes no no, no it didn't he says the pan that holds the moisture from the air conditioning the drain was plugged up so he said what we did was is we just pressurized the dashboard vents with the key in our pocket otherwise the car wasn't running and we <laughs> we used shop air to unplug that hose that drains cold water from the air conditioning onto the ground by the passenger's feet he said all it was was the drain was plugged up so then we took a camera and we dropped in there we dropped the camera in there first and we could see the drain was plugged up with just dust and dirt and he says and then after we pressurized the system just with compressed air we just kinda had hey everybody come over here put your hands over these vents you put your hands over these vents you put your hands over these vents and you when I tell you pull the trigger on the air and let's see what comes out the bottom I'm gonna be underneath the car and so he's underneath the car and he, everybody's got their hands and we got duct tape on them stuff and he blows the compressed air and Bob says a big <laughs> comes out and he says cold water runs all over and it's fixed I think it, the bill was hundred and twenty five dollars because it took quite a while for them to get everything all taped up in order to blow out the plug. That's the difference. So when you talk about guys, gold guy, gray-haired guys, it's we're the best at the newer model cars because we started back when Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble had points and condenser. We've evolved to electronic ignition with no distributors, and we're talking crankshaft sensors and camshaft sensors, and we understand all that. So don't be afraid of the old guys. We're a lot smarter than the kid that just opened up a gas station or, or a garage last week. So anyway, it, when it comes to old timers, you're talking about old timers, then you can hardly not talk about Harker's Automotive. And Harker's has been around for a very long time, since 1967. So like I said, been around the block a few times, fixed a few cars. And the good thing about it is many of us old guys, we all have one another's cell phone numbers. Billy at 25th Street Auto, Dave Martin at 16th Street, um, Martin's Auto, uh, Larry, uh, not Larry, but uh, uh, Ellen and uh, and uh, and uh, her husband. And I'm sitting here looking. I shouldn't be looking at stuff when I'm talking to you because then I I look at um, Ellen and 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 her husband. They're part of the problem as well. Then we just had Greg and he sold his shop not so long ago, but he was in there. And then we have Tom up there at um, at I-17 in Deer Valley. And then we got Blackwell. But all of us have been around, and it's a close circle, and we help one another. But that's what car repair is all about. Is just exactly that. 
Anyway, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open if you have a question. Now, ladies, you can call in, and this is what you do. You say, my husband says that he wants you to chime in on this question. You can do that, and that's okay. I understand those hidden <laughs> hidden messages very well. Oftentimes, it's a dispute, and they want to try to be fair and tell me exactly um, what the situation is, where oftentimes um, it's easy for me to figure out, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a few questions. But on the other hand, if you're facing and you've got a car and you decide, should I buy a new one or and sell mine and buy a new one or not, I can answer that question, but I'm going to ask you how many miles, what year, make and model you have, and what year, make and model you're going to buy. Those are the kinds of things that help me out and help me understand. You can also send your, your questions to my email address, Mark, with a K, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Salem is spelled like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M. So if you send me that, then also send me your uh, phone number. I call from a blocked line for obvious purposes, but if you don't answer, I'll leave a message and say, this is Mark Salem. I'm calling you back to discuss your car problem. I'll call you back in five or ten minutes. And that, and then usually you'll be waiting for me, and you'll see that it comes through as a blocked line or a blocked number, and you'll pick up the phone. So that's kind of how it works. But if you go to mark at marksalem.com and leave me a message, then a lot of times I'll just type you back. But if it's going to be a Bible and I've got, it's going to take me an hour to, to talk about it, I'd just much, much rather just talk to you. And that's when I usually call you. Chris, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, how's it going? I have a 95, 95 2005 uh, Murano, and the wife went to... Uh, washed the car, and she backed into the carpet cleaner thing and cracked the plastic on the back of the rear hatch. Now, it has just over 100,000 miles, and it still runs great, but I'm wondering, is it worth uh, fixing? Or what I did, the old Polish trick of putting the big pieces in, duct taped them behind, duct taped them in the front, and it works beautiful. And you know what? The only thing that I would do is um, I would have put some silicone around the backside before I duct taped it just to kind of keep the water, but it's really not too late either. You could take your finger with some clear silicone and just kind of go through the cracks and force the silicone into the cracks, then let it sit until the silicone dries, then takes a nice sharp razor blade and just trim off the excess silicone to make that patch waterproof. And there's okay. nothing wrong with what you did. Now, you could also go buy one of those big Band-Aid decals and put over it. And, ah, and, and, you, and okay. then you you can pick the writing on the bottom that says, my husband did this. Because <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. it's your wife's car, she wants that to say that. <laughs> yeah. I do have and full so, coverage because it's in nice shape. My insurance was only like 700 bucks a year or less on the car. Uh is it worth making a claim? Because I'm also going to need a windshield. Well, the windshield is is not your problem. It's I mean, right. you can't. It. Um, I hate to ask you this. What's the name of your insurance company? Uh, it's uh, uh, Farmers, so they're okay. pretty good. Okay. I think. The, Farmers is certainly in the in the top twenty five percent. There's a whole lot of them that in Mark's world. There's five or six of them that really do have their customers' uh, interest at heart, and then there's a whole lot of them that don't. But um, you can call him, and and to be perfectly honest with you, it depends on your record. If you haven't had the windshield, doesn't really count. Most of the no, time, okay. the windshield doesn't count. 
but this little ding and crack on the rear tailgate, it can cost a thousand bucks. They're going to put a shell right, on so it or something like that, easily. and then they got to paint it. Yeah. Right. So you okay. you can do that if you don't have any claims. And, yeah, if you don't have any claims, okay. then it'd be, it'd be okay. Anyway, I got to right. take off, but thank, thank you, you very much. much. Good question. You bet. We'll be back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum! That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. But the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, oh, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. Enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we're required to broadcast some types of political advertising by the FCC. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with statements or positions taken by all these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore, the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. 
We do so as a public service, and sometimes we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. All about that thing. Hey, welcome back, everybody. 35 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We had uh, Chris call, and uh, he had a tailgate dent, and he was deciding on whether he was going to report it to his insurance company or not, and it wasn't that big of a deal. And so at the break, I had a friend of mine call that's an insurance adjuster, and he said this to me. He goes, Mark, he has a dent, and there's no other car involved. There's nobody that's going to all of a sudden have whiplash. There's nobody that's all of a sudden going to have life-threatening injuries for the rest of their lives. All we have is a dent in the tailgate. We're not going to have the hawk or the eagle or the beaver calling us up, telling us that the driver of the car have now has lost their ability to see and all the other stuff and, and all that other stuff. So he says, this is really simple. This is what we like. No possibility of litigation, no possibility of problems. And if we look at him and he, he's had two claims in 12 years, no one cares. So, Chris, if you're listening, that's from a friend of mine who's been in the insurance business forever. And he's right. There's no hawk. There's no attorneys involved. Nobody's hurt. All we got is a tailgate. And, 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 and if you have a clean record, then report it. Pay your deductible and report it. No one's going to care. Anyway, Martha, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I'm going to try and be clear. <laughs> Mark, I bought a used 2004 Lexus uh, 330, the little SUV in 08, and I think it, it had 50,000 miles on it. been a great car. I love it. Okay. Mark, in the last couple of years, every once in a while, on the, oh, this is so bad because I'm so ignorant of some of this stuff, on the right-hand side of the dash, all the lights come up, and someone said, you'll notice that there's a little tire inflation warning there, and sometimes that will light up everything. So I love discount tire. I go in there, get in their line, and they check my tires, and there's nothing obvious. I have looked. I've walked around all four before going into discount, and there's nothing obvious, but it could be just a little bit of variation that triggers that. So one of my kids called the other day and said, are you in the market for tires? And I said, mm, maybe two of them, because discounts been good. They'll say, and uh, let me confess here a little bit. I've, I have begun to buy in the last four or five years, two at a time. And um, I said, I, I probably only need two because I just run around town here and locally, Mark. I don't do a lot of traveling. So the wear isn't much. But now back to... These, this option on Michelins. They said, you can get a great deal on four Michelins. I said, I've always got Yokohamas. I love them. They work for me. So I go into discount. I said, go to the professionals, see what they say. They said, well, you can actually use them. And then I bring up that, that thing of the, on the dashboard of all those lights coming up. And they said, well, you have all-wheel drive. And sometimes if you don't get all four tires, that are the same, that will trigger that. There's same diameter. Yes. Okay. And, and it will. Diameter. 
Oh, oh, okay. 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 And, and, and let me just explain. As the tire, as you wear the tire, the circumference becomes smaller and smaller. And the computer sure. is measuring an inch or less. So the computer talks to all four sensors. And when you go down the road straight, all four tires should have the same revolution speed. But a tire that's older is going to spin faster. Now, when the steering wheel turns and you make a right turn, the computer shuts its eyes off and says, okay, she's making a turn. I expect that all four tires will have a different rotation speed as she makes a right turn into the liquor store. And I'm teasing you, Martha, okay? So, okay. So, so, and yes, that's correct. If you do it that way, Martha, who cares that the lights light up? If you already know why and they go off on a key cycle, no one cares. You're okay. Now... I can tell you that if you want to play with the car and try to outwit the car, what I would do if I were you is the older tires I would have at about five pounds higher than the newer tires in inflation. If okay. you add a little air, not to exceed the maximum, but if you add a little air to the front tires, if those are the used ones, it will kind of balloon up the tread a little bit. And it's been oh. my experience that as you play around with five pounds of air pressure, you can probably fix this yourself. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Great. But well, there's no harm here. And, and you have to know that, that the tire pressure monitoring system um, is monitoring the rotation of the tire and so forth and so on. But if you have a blowout, you're going to know it. You don't need to look at your dash. You're going to know it. You're going to muscle up the steering wheel. You're going to get it off to the side of the road. But if you have a low tire, you're also going to notice it because of the noise and because of the howl. And if it's on the front end of the car, because of the traumatic pull, you're going to have to the left or the right. So it's going to be okay, but this isn't something that you need to go crazy. I want to tell you, Toyo, Michelin, Yokohama, those are all the big dogs. They're top of the market. We sell the heck out of all of them, and, and, we, we just, we, and it's really a matter of just preference. The old guys want Michelins. The young, younger generation likes the Yokohamas, and the Toyos is this, well, that's for big trucks. I know, but they make a great passenger car tire. Uh -huh. The Salem okay. family the Salem family has nothing but Toyos on every car we own, all of our rental cars, all of our shop trucks, and here's why. Because when we sell them, the, my daughter will say, well, let me just show you the, the trust we have in this. That's my mother's car. That's my dad's truck. That's our shop shuttle van. That's our sh delivery truck. That's this. That's that. And don't look now, but that's my dad's tractor. And they all have Toyos on them. And so, how do you spell that? How do you what? How do you spell that? T o i l s Toyo. No, Toyo is T o y o. T o y o. And I, I want to tell you something. Everybody goes, oh, those are made in Japan, or they're made. No, they're not. They're made in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. They're made in Atlanta, Georgia. My son has been to the factory, and they're made in Atlanta, Georgia. And and he says the quality and the performance of they're checking the tire and stuff like that. He said, Dad, it's the most amazing uh, um, supply chain you've ever seen in your life. They come in, they measure the tire, they check the temperature, they spin it fast, they spin it slow, they do everything. And if there's a problem, they stop that line. And they go back X amount of tires, and they pull them all out so they can find out where it started. Wow. And it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. But I, my shop has been a Toyo tire, tire installer for years and years. And, and, and frankly, the, the only thing I say to my customers is, is there's, 
there's 11 or 12 cars in our family and they, every one of them we have the same tires on our cars that we that we're offering you to put on your car so it's not like that we have michelin you have some off-brand it's not that way okay okay mark thank you this has been great tires okay. 101 yeah, and, and you know what and 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 you have you've you've been involved long enough to understand what I said to you, and 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 I know that when I start talking about overinflating the tires, you grabbed a hold of that faster than my mother would have. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so sure you, I'm, I'm her same age. <laughs> and, and perhaps so, and perhaps so, and my and and my mom was my was not how do you say it? She was my biggest advocate and my biggest detractor. She yep. she would make sure that my she said your head is too big right now, <laughs> and and she says and you're and and you're never too old to spank. And I said, yeah, I probably am because you can't catch me. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, Martha, good luck. Okay, thanks again. All right, you bet. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, Nate. Nate is the king of diesels in North Phoenix. He's at, he he's I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, Chevy Ford Dodge, performance modifications, uh, tires, wheels, accessories, exhaust. If you're going to do any of that work to your truck, you need to make sure that you're not going to make it worse and that you're going to still be able to get through emissions and that you're not going to have to register it in uh, Canada. So Nick... Nate is certainly the one to kind of guide you through all of that, and he'll talk to you on the phone. Just be considerate of the fact that Monday mornings and Friday afternoons are busy times for our shops. And so it's not likely he's going to call you back first thing on Monday morning or Friday night. Those are those are just other times. The rest of the, the days, he's a good guy to call. So strictly diesel service and repair. Some of the best techs in the business work for him. And he's diehard service, repair, and parts, both foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, strictly diesel service and repair. We got anybody on the phones by chance, Jeremy? Okay, Tommy, you're up. What's up, buddy? Uh, it's Tony. You, I'm you sorry, Tony. Okay? Yes, I'm sorry that I made that mistake. Go ahead, Tony. Uh, I got a 1997 Ford Explorer, and uh, I had a woman who was at in an inter- intersection, and she went out too far, put it in reverse. She came back sat there until the light turned green and then she didn't take it out of reverse okay she took off into me and hit my bumper pulled the bumper out when she left she just took off and left okay uh how hard is that you know i mean the bumper is still there and everything but it's bent forward and up is that going to be a hard thing to fix? Well, I'm not going to be able to tell you, Tony, because I would need to see it. But don't you have insurance? I want to stay away from my insurance. Okay, because well, that's a mistake. That's gone. a mistake. That's a mistake. Everybody wants to stay away. They're scared everybody's going to go up. This was. It has nothing to do with your fault. This The insurance companies, all of them I work for, and I work for the the five big dogs, all of them, they, they all have pretty sound judgment. 
You're sitting in an intersection. She backs in, hits you. The, the body shop's going to look at it and say, his story matches the damage perfectly. His story matches the damage perfectly. You might have to pay a deductible, and that's all. I can't tell you what it's going to cost or what it is, but what part of town do you live in right now? Uh, right now, I'm staying in 19th Avenue in Thomas. Okay. I would call 25th Street Auto. Talk to Billy and ask him what body shop he uses. Call 25th I mean, Street you know, Auto. The, the bumper itself looks straight. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It just got, you know, the the grill's busted. I'm going to have to order a new grill through whatever parts maker that makes the grill and stuff. Everything else behind that is fine. You know? At least that's what you uh, think right now. No, I've already looked at it. Okay, so can you see the backside of the evaporate? Can you see the backside of the condenser? No, you can't. And the backside of the condenser I've sits on... I've already looked at that. I've picked okay. up the hood. Okay. Everything's okay. Okay. It's just the plastic that's, you know, worn out. You All know? right, Tony, I can't give you an estimate or any comment on looking at, at, at a wreck damage through your eyes. I'm just not that good. So I'm going to have to move on. But, Tony, I've given you the best advice I could. Get your insurance company involved. But if you want to fix it yourself, um, there'd be no problem. Billy at 25th Street Auto can probably guide you to somebody that can help you in that area. Mark, you're up next. How can I help you, Mark? Yes, sir. How you doing? Um, I'm good. I've got, a, I've got a 2019 Ford Escape. Of course, it's my mother's had a take it from her because of her age and i'm well aware of the engine issues of this thing and the head gaskets <clears throat> and i'm just wanting to know the thing has thirty-eight thousand miles i'm just wanting to know is it is it worth keeping that because i know that ford's not honoring anything you know when it comes to this 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 engine, this engine issue okay i don't believe that the engine issue is as big as everybody's made it out to be i don't believe that um, if I did, okay. then I'd be working on these on a regular basis. I'm going to tell you that I've been a Chevy and Dodge guy all my life, but my daughter and my uh, my wife have decided they like Fords. And we have Ford uh, Explorers. We have an Edge. We had an Escape. And we haven't had any problems. A lot of times if there's engine problems, it's because the engine, for whatever reason, goes into a zone it has no business going into, like 250 degrees on the, on the, on the temperature gauge. Yeah. I, 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 I want to caution you about being afraid of the future. I think you should familiarize yourself with the symptoms associated with this so-called engine issue. And when you have the symptoms, if you open that door real quick and you say yes I do then it's going to be really easy to fix it find and fix it but I'm yeah. not really tell me in a brief m m minute what engine problem um, are you from are you is this a, an oil problem a consumption problem well, this is, is this an overheat this is a head gasket issue apparently that Ford is aware of and the you know the 1.5 and the 2 liters on up in that that EcoBoost, EcoBoost series and, you know, with that number two cylinder leaking coolant down into the cylinder, you know, and being, of course, eat up through the engine, you know, in the combustion cycle. And I've, I've just seen, I've heard a lot of issues with this, you know, at around 40000 to 45000 okay. And these people are, you know, end up spending money for a long block. Okay, know? okay, okay, stop. L let me just, let's talk some common sense here, okay? Let's okay. pretend we have coolant into a cylinder. Let's pretend. 
When the coolant comes out of the cylinder, it's steam. It goes by the oxygen sensor and confuses the oxygen sensor. So pretty soon we're going to have an O2 sensor code. We're also going to have an engine miss code because when we have water or steam in number two, we're not going to, sp going to explode the gasoline. We got all of this going on long before the engine goes to engine heaven. Yeah. So we, yeah. So, so why don't you just wait until it happens? And, and there's so many people out there that it's, you can, it's at the Wild West on the Internet. It's the Wild West. Oh, Everybody no, I, has a problem. I totally understand that. That's not where I'm getting. That's not where I'm getting a lot of information from. Okay. I mean, I've talked okay. to Tech Ford Techs. Um, you know, I'm in. I'm in the business what, myself. I, what are they I telling you then? Tom, hey, just tell well, me what I mean, they're telling you. It's just kind of a mixed bag. You know, it's uh, okay. 50 percent say yeah, the engine could last up to 75,000. Some say it could go to 45. <laughs> It seems to be about 50% to 60% of the issue is that head gasket starts leaking on cylinder number two. And, of course, you know, throwing all the PO2, PO, uh, you know, 302, 301, one codes, the okay. whole nine yards, misfire codes, and that's what it seems to be. Okay, okay, stop. You know? We're done. We're done because um, I, we're going to have this argument, and, and I'm of the opinion that the engine's going to last two or 300,000 miles unless you ignore symptoms that are obviously there. I'm not, I'm not going to agree with anything that you've said about that Ford motor. I'm not going to agree with anything. There are symptoms associated with when we start to aspirate water in a, in a cylinder. We don't replace the head and the block on but one out of 99, and that's because somebody decided to continue their cross-country view uh, in their car and ignore all the symptoms. I'm not going to agree to that. You're going to scare a lot of people with escapes out there, and everybody's going to listen to this, and I'm going to be the other side of this coin. The other side of this coin says, I don't agree with what you've been told. I don't agree with what you're saying you're you're creating fear in relationship to some small problem with a bunch of people so if you don't have the problem your engine's going to last to seventy-five thousand miles are you kidding me if you don't have the problem that damn motor better last to two hundred thousand miles so the idea of some ford technician telling you that eh, if it doesn't happen your engine will last to seventy-five thousand miles that's just pure bull that's pure bull. Okay, well, my truck has 150,000. My wife's has 160,000. We've got a couple of rental cars that are over 200,000. You know what causes the motors to fail? You overheat them, you're running low on oil. Every single motor we replace is because the nut behind the wheel has overheated them or running them low on oil. Every single motor we replace. So all of them could have been fixed, and they were driven into the ground. So, and we do our fair share of completes. So I, I, I'm not going to agree. Uh, no, no, I uh, listen, I didn't call you up to argue that fact. I just called you up to get your opinion and what you've heard and what you've seen and, and you just you kind of told me. So yeah. I'm not uh, believing everything that I hear. Don't get okay. me wrong. I don't okay. believe that. But I want to see what you have come across and what, you know, if you've had any of these issues and did you see an issue with it. Okay, I, 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 I I'm going to... If you have water into a cylinder, you're going to have a misfire code. You're going to have one of the four cylinders missing. You'll know that immediately. Then you're going to look at your overflow jug to see if the overflow has dropped down to a level that you've not seen before because you put a black magic marker line on the cold where it's cold and where it's hot. Even though it's got them there, you're going to put your own lines in there. But the symptom that starts this whole thing is a misfire. And it has a code, a check engine light, and it's an obvious engine performance problem. Every motor can be fixed at that point. Every single, without a long block and without a head, every motor can be fixed at that point. That's all. I got to run. Pat, you're up next. Pat, how are you? How can I help you?
Hi. I just wanted to share another option. Earlier you had a caller that called in regarding the little rats that love to climb up in the engine and uh, leave little nests and eat up the wires in your vehicles. I'd love um, to hear you. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I worked out in Carefree, Arizona for quite a while, and we got a guy out there, Chuck. He has a, a little LED light device that he built. Uh, his name of his company is Ritterat. Uh, his website Rid, R-I-D dash A dash rat dot um, com, I believe. Hang on. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you can kind of look at his product to see. That might be an option for your uh, person that called in earlier. Um, if they thank you for the that. You're quite welcome. Thank you. You have a great thank day. You. Okay. Thank you very, very much. And yeah, I'm looking back here and we were we were talking about rats and, and, uh, and I'm looking. I'll find that guy's name and I'll go back. Um, and, okay. and I can't re- I think it was K- Ken. Um, yeah, I don't remember either, was... but I thought of Chuck with Ritterat right away and I was driving and had to wait till I got home to call you, but definitely okay. it's a neat little gadget that, uh, I had a trailblazer that they just chewed up the wires okay. and had fun with. So, okay. So Pat, thank you very much. I wrote down Ritterat and I'm sure I can mm-hmm. Google that and find this guy, but thank you yeah. for that. Thank you very much. All right, my email address is a-rat.com. Take care. Okay, rid a rat with a, a dash after the rid and, and after the A. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. And anybody else, Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you have a question, I'll do my best to track backwards and see if we can find the... Uh, the, uh, the <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I can't remember if that was the first one or the second one. I think it was Ken and Mesa that had uh, ed varmints and i and i think that's what it was but i usually take better notes but sometimes i do anyway if you have any questions mark at marksalem.com if you send me your question um, i'll answer it email wise if you want me to call you then give me your phone number i'm going to call from a block number and i always do call sometimes i can't call you within an hour afterwards but i'll do my best and i'll talk to you and i'll give you the best advice i can give you there's a lot of information on my website marksalem.com I'm not here soliciting your your business. I'm not here for any other reason other than I I am a court-certified expert in many, many fields in the automotive industry, and I'm an ASE master technician, and I've owned my own repair shop since 1979. So I've been around the block, and I still own, and my shop is still up and running, but this isn't even about my shop. That's why I don't talk about my shop. This is about you and your car problems, and I'm giving you the very best advice I can give you. And here's what really matters. I'm doing it in the in a media venue where it's recorded by not only many of, of of my listeners, but I record every one of my shows, and I have to live with what I say. So it's not like you can say one thing and then run away from it later. So I've been doing radio since 1988 in the Valley, and I started with one station, and then 11, 12 years ago, I came came over to KKNT, and I've been here. And we typically handle somewhere in the vicinity of between 10 and 14 callers in a show. And and so I do get to talk a lot about the car repair industry, and um, and very rarely do I have to say I'm sorry I made a mistake, and but I'm capable of doing that. You can ask my wife. So nevertheless, thank you for spending your Saturday with me. I really do appreciate it. And the most important thing you can do when a car repairs in my shop and everybody else's, if there's a problem, have them write it down and include the estimate. Because writing it down and including the estimate really locks them in. And if they're lying to you, they won't do that. See you next week. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.